Welcome to Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex, and all things holy. Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClelland, and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. (laughs) Somebody's cougar is coming out tonight, y'all. I'm not being a cougar. (laughs) Hey everyone, welcome to Holy Fuck. Hi everyone, I didn't know we were starting the show, Krista. Well, I figured when I gave you the singing intro that you oh, would know would that know. it's on, it's like on. Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you heard us say something like, voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Yes. And yes. what does that mean to you today, Catherine? I don't know. What do you uh, mean, ah, yes you do. <laughs> what it means is that Krista and I have... Um, have been given something we want to share with you. And I've got a date tonight. Woo! She's getting back on the horse. Yeah, back on the horse. Oh, God, the imagery on that is really bad. If anybody knows anything about Catherine the Great, you're going to really have some imagery there. But anyway, we'll and let you all go Google it. <laughs> so, and today I got, uh, what is it? A YouTube. YouTube video. Um, from your date. From my date. You can't even talk right now. You're so like about nervous about it. This is so cute. It's been so nervous long for or, It's like every nerve in my body is standing on end right now. <laughs> so uh, we got this great video, and it's called Krista, help me out here because my brain is not functioning. Okay. Well, it's by a man named Steve Behrman from the – Interchange Counseling Institute. I think they have a YouTube channel or blog. And the video that your date for tonight sent you, uh, the title is The Other Safe Sex Conversation. And we love this. So (laughs) you guys go find it, or we'll probably post it on our page so you can find it on our page. But anyway, if we don't, I'm sure you can find it on Google. YouTube. (laughs) YouTube. Google YouTube. (laughs) And so why do you think your date sent this video to you, Catherine? Well, because what's so so great about it, I'm going to try and ground myself so I can stop talking and I have this high-pitched voice on today and it's driving me a little crazy. So um, anyway, it's a fabulous conversation. And what the other safe sex conversation is, the conversation about what meaning do you want to exchange with your partner during this sexual exploration? And do you actually want to have one? And shouldn't you talk about what meaning it has for both of you before you dive in? So this guy... It's not the condom, you know... No, well, in the beginning, he he mentions, you know, there's that conversation, which of course we all should have. But then this is just as much about self-care. This Mm -hmm. is just as much, if maybe more important than that other conversation. How many times have you gone into a sexual evening knowing it there's a high chance you were going to have sex with your partner 
and not known what their expectations were, not even wanted to ask. You've been trying to be pleasing. You've been trying mm-hmm. to, so you kind of contort yourself. You know you look sexy. You know you're wearing something sexy. <laughs> you are waxed you, and you're Waxed and ready. <laughs> and um, you know that... That you have an expectation of what the sex is going to mean for you or the reasons right. why you're thinking about having sex, but right. you have no idea what the other person is thinking. And so I love that it was so funny the way the guy mentioned it in the video. It was just something so simple like, it, like what is it going to mean to you if we have sex? And I was Will like, there what? be tomorrow Yeah, what a great sex. conversation starter. Yeah. So then, are you going to ask this question? Hi, yes. I might have to take your notes with me so okay. I don't have to rewatch <laughs> the video with him. But. Yeah, you know, there were some really funny ones, Krista, and I sort of balked at, like, yeah, I'll have sex with you, but I'm not really sexually interested in with you. But because you are with me, I'll have sex with you. We were both like, what does Who that the fuck happen? would ever ask that question? But he's so straight-faced about it, and he's so sweet about it that we figured this guy has an institute. <laughs> he must have heard everything at this point. So what are some of the other ones uh, they Okay, so Krista? he starts out with um, saying, like, well, you know, some person might think, hey, you're really interesting, and I'm really interesting, and I think having sex would be an interesting way for us to get to know each other. What do you think? <laughs> and then some people are like, I, I'm maybe one of them I think I remember was, I'm just checking out my sexuality, and I'm wanting to use sexuality for healing. So if you want to be my healing buddy... But that doesn't mean I'm trying to create a relationship. I'm really trying to heal either sexual trauma or one another one or he suggested ex- or explore his orientation. That his sexual orientation, which I've I've actually heard of people doing, is mm-hmm. that they have sex with a woman or a man or someone else in their life that they would never have considered having sex with because they're trying to explore their own indecision about uh, sexy and sex and what they really like. Maybe it's even what kind of sex do you want, you right. know? And one of the things that we know, which I always think is so powerful, is that BDSM sex is the most controlled way of having sex across the spectrum. Most people just jump into bed and fuck like... <laughs> what, what do you fuck like? What do you fuck rabbits. Like? Rabbits. Fuck like rabbits. And figure out a way to enjoy it for the most part or fake their way through it for the most part. But that's sort of the scenario that many people live with. And BDSM, there's nothing like that. And so what's so fascinating to me about that, and that wasn't part of this conversation, but it probably should be, that people who have the most wounding, who need the most control, Mm. and those are the ones that are drawn back into that kind of a structure. And I never realized that. I would have thought... Oh, it's the people who've had tons of right, sex and they're too. free, free, free. And they just like, what can we try next? And I'm sure there are certain people that have that. But really the people I've met consistently are much more likely to be someone who's had a closing experience or an abuse experience or something where they really need to know what the boundaries are. And no matter how wild the boundary is they know what it is and they can control the situation. Right. There's lots of rules and lots safe words of rules and, and codes. tapping out and <laughs> <laughs> tapping out. I got to tap out, double tap. So, so 
you know, all these different things are great ways. And so, so is that what you're going to say tonight? <laughs> are you going to be like, so the reason why so the I'm reason- considering having sex with you tonight is because I'm really interested in exploring BDSM with you. Well, I could because I could bring all the stuff that I have, which I don't have, but I, I can. You are least- very controlling. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be interesting with whoever listens to it. The great part is all the guys in my life are listening to this now. So. Yay, Catherine. No matter what I say, it's going to go home somewhere. Anyway, so there are a lot of other things that they talk about. So imagine for yourself before we go on, just take a second. What is it that you forget to mention or want to know before you have sex with someone that you don't dare ask? See, I think it's that's like a blanket question, but I think it's going to be different for each person you show up with. So like, you know, I've been with certain people where – my want from them out of sex is going to be <laughs> sex. Sex. Just get nothing my rocks tomorrow. off. Nothing tomorrow. How done. old was he? <laughs> Shut uh, up. No, come on. I think he was what? Might have been twenty-seven. Did I say that? Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Cougar. Okay. And so then the yeah, other that I might be. That. Huh? I said she was trying to call me that. Let's uh, be clear. Is that with the payback? No, I'm just <laughs> being clear. Okay. Well. You are. And so the there might be somebody else mm. who I want to really have like a spiritual experience with. And we have that type of energy. Right. And so, you know, going into tonight for your date. Oh, you're you, going to put me on the spot? No, I'm just <laughs> like, you get to explore all of these and he gets to explore. And just real quick, we can mention what some of the others are. Like, um, I love this one. It's like, well, you know, we're really good friends. And so we could either play checkers or we could have sex. What do you think? And I was like, okay, that's definitely one. I mean, I certainly know people who have that experience, who really want to be connected physically and have all of that. But they really, the partner's not really their partner and they both know it. Mm -hmm. It can get tricky especially if one person isn't really telling the truth. For sure. And for me, so in the past, what happened to me, and this happens to a lot of women, so let's be clear, it does happen, is that when you sleep with somebody, you have an oxytocin attack. Right. And you get bonded. And you feel like you just fell in love. And and for the next 30 days, your body's waiting to find out if you're pregnant. So your needs change So your in needs a way. change, and you're like grabbing hold of them. And so that's another piece of this conversation is what can we expect afterwards? What are you thinking? And he's like, I'm done. I'm out. You know, <laughs> well, that was some of the questions they said, like, you know, setting up ahead of time, like, okay, if breakfast? we have sex, yeah, are you going to serve me breakfast? Do I get to sleep over tonight? Am I in the same bed? Are you on I'm the like, couch? Am I out right after <laughs> orgasm? Or maybe I'm going to hold it off so I don't get thrown out or... Or commitment. So, you know, if we have sex, does that mean that there's commitment or exclusivity? Or right. if we have sex tonight, oh. can we still go on other dates with other people and... Have wild have more, times, have like sex with them too, or are we really calling the game? And, and how it, much? How frequent do we? Oh, that was a good one. That was great. If we have sex and it works, how much? Frequ- how frequently are you going to expect this of me? <laughs> and how much can I get it from you? <laughs> and how much can I get it from you? And which side of that fence are we on? It's just such a great conversation. So we're what we're trying to say with this is: Wow, look at all of the assumptions and the expectations that are in place underneath something as massive as having sex with someone, Mm -hmm. that most of the time, 
we're not going to go in and sit and talk about before we do that. And if you can't talk about it with the person, right. what does that mean? Well, if you're going to be physically intimate, mm-hmm. like someone's going to have their face on you somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to just be like, I can't talk to you. I can't talk to you. <laughs> that's something might be a little off there. Do you still do it though? So that's a great question. It if you can't question. have that conversation Say you are hot and bothered by someone and you're just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I got to have sex with them. And then you go, I can't have this conversation with them. Do you still go through with it? Well, I think it depends on what age you're at. You know, I think college students do it all the time because mm-hmm. they're and, – and I think it's really dangerous because there's so much unclarity and men get labeled, you know, assholes and users and all that kind of stuff. And then girls get labeled sluts. And we've talked about that. When really, it's just they weren't clear before. Mm-hmm. And so when one t- starts texting the other and the other's like, oh, crap, she thinks we're in a relationship or, oh, God, I really didn't even like him. I was just super drunk last night, which we all know happens. Let's not pretend <laughs> not it doesn't me. happen. <laughs> what? On TV? Is I said, no. On TV. <laughs> I said not to me. Oh. <laughs> no, never. Kristen never has any mishap in her sexual life at all. I'm perfect. She's perfect. Well, she is perfect, just so you know, but then that's just a reflection of me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're joking. We know we're spiritually perfect. Mm-hmm. We're whole and perfect. And the way we really reflect that in our lives is that we actually take these things seriously. And we do talk to our partners about what's really going on. And we say if we have more than one partner and we say, do they still want to have sex with us if we have more than one partner? And do we need to slow this thing down because we don't know what's going to happen? So can I ask you some questions then? Oh, about we're gonna, we'll see. We'll see if you can ask me some questions. So I mean, first, you can ask. Okay. Yes. You don't have to answer. So I love that your date for tonight felt comfortable enough with you to send you this article because that means that you're speaking the same language. And it's like he is bringing up a topic that you feel very comfortable with and appreciate. So yay, date. I know. He's great. And what's really been super wonderful about this for me is that we actually do have the same sensibilities. And Mm -hmm. we don't know what they are. We just know we need to talk about them. Right. Like, I don't know what his expectations or his desires are at all at this point. Do you have any fear around that? Like what his answer is going to be? No. I mean, no, I don't. I, the only thing I have is it's really important for me to have a lot of integrity and make sure I'm telling every part of my story and what's going on in my life Mm -hmm. so that I'm not leading someone somewhere. They think I'm taking them and we're not going there. Right. And, and that could just mean monogamy. It could mm-hmm. mean I'm just pretending I'm going to be monogamous, but I'm not going to be. Or it could mean that I'm not committed to really deeply mining this kind of tender, loving thing that right. maybe the other person is really wanting. So it's not just important for them to tell me what they want. It's super important for me to match it inside me and say, hmm, how am I going to, how am I going to figure this out? And, you know, that's that thing about being present. Right, it's like this conversation. We know this is a great conversation. Everyone should have it. It is about taking care of yourself and safe sex, meaning you're not going to your heart. It's your heart. It's safe sex. Keeping your heart safe. Yeah, and so you're not going to be hurting. And you know, women, we know that 
oxytocin hits us and we are bonded and guys have testosterone that kills oxytocin right after they have sex. So they're like nice and bonded during sex and then they roll over and they can't remember you because they don't care anymore because that's what the testosterone does. Now that doesn't mean if you're in a partnership or a relationship that that happens, but that's the physical reality of what happens. Mm -hmm. So if they're not bonded to you before you go in, there's a great chance they're not necessary. They're not going to feel what we feel. Right. We're going to be like, where's the text? The first thing the next morning, like, oh my God, where is it? And it's not going to come and we're going to be hurt or whatever, or we're going to be in our masculine and he's going to be, where's the text? Because he's in a more feminine space in his life. That's where I feel like I was recently um, with one of my relationships where I felt like I, I felt like I did do this clarifying list of like, you did. Here's, I think we heard about it too. We definitely did. We talked about it. Um, you know, the conversation was, here's where I'm at in my life. Are you game? He was like, yes, I'm game. Are you sure? Yes. And I would be like, I'm not available for this. That's fine. Meaning that, you know, and we really started out that way. And it shifted somewhere. And I could tell that his feelings about it changed. And my feelings about it changed in certain ways, too. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you're going to go in and you're going to clarify. And there's going to, there's got to be room for, that next conversation of when it changes, then now what? So can you have you know? Can you include that in this conversation? That's a great that you have thing. Thank you for mentioning that because it's as if we think that when we go in, we actually know how we're going to feel when right. we come out. So maybe the biggest thing is the request to make sure we connect and talk before we come apart the next mm-hmm. day. Or if we're not staying the night, then we need to make sure there's contact and clarity. Wow, I didn't have any idea how amazing I was going to feel or how connected. I want to see you today, mm-hmm. and I want to I want to be with yeah. you and close. I know I said I that I know wasn't going to be didn't. the case, but now today, after our experience, I feel this way. How do you, you feel? feel? And you Ooh. and we have to be careful because we might think it's not fair if other person doesn't feel the way we feel, right? Because they could but still be in their they could still original the, intention. I'm, I was just doing it for the party. You know, it was just like, mm-hmm. hey, you, you're pretty and you're pretty. we're friends and let's have <laughs> sex because that sounds delicious to me, you know? So is there any reason from that list that we read that if your date tonight said that reason that you would be like, hmm, kind of wasn't the one that I was hoping for or that you would be disappointed <laughs> yeah. in? Uh, yeah, I can think of a few. I can think of... Well, and I'm not I'm not saying we're having sex tonight. Can I just be really super clear about this? It's a date. Right. I, I haven't known this guy very long and I really like him and I think he's got so much potential connection. Mm-hmm. But there are also some other mitigating circumstances in my life. Right. Life. Life. So I'm not sure what I want tonight, but I want to explore it with him. And I want us to be super clear who he is in this and who I am so that there's not any tomorrow morning confusion, even if I don't have sex with him. What is tomorrow? Like, I think we really even have to talk about that. What if we don't have sex together tonight? What are your expectations of where we are? Or do you still spend the night? And yeah, I mean, that might be really sweet. That That might be exactly what I want to do, you know, And, and it might not be. And 
there's just so many layers of this. And right now, because it's happening to me today. <laughs> <laughs> She's sweating. I'm sweating. Like my brain is a little dead. She's wet. <laughs> I'm wet. Uh, yeah. So all that. And I can feel there's a way in which I'm ungrounded right now with this reality because <laughs> it's so close. And tick, I'm talking to tick, some tick, number tick. of people about something that... I haven't thought through. Well, the good news, he's, he won't hear this conversation until like, I don't know, a week or two from now. So <laughs> you will have already had the conversation by the time this comes out. That's true. And what I'm aware of is how tender mm. this is, like how important it is to me to be respectful to everyone in this situation, to myself, to whomever is involved, to make sure that there's no way that, I mean, somebody could get their feelings hurt because we can always do that, partly because it's us doing mm -hmm. that. But more from the place of, have I said everything? So any decision this person makes going in is really super clear. And there's no question. He was super brave in sending this to you. So I really brave. want to honor him as a man for being very proactive in that step. I think it's amazing. Yeah, it really, it, I, I like him. I think he's a pretty great guy. And so it's trickier it's not, than. it's not just a guy that I kind of just mm. met I like. You know, like so it's not um, just a friend <laughs> and you could play checkers or have, or sex. have sex. It's not that? No. And that's probably why there's a good chance that we won't have sex because it's more than that. Is and it a spiritual practice potentially with this person? I, absolutely. Absolutely. I think for sure. And I don't know – how that would even, I don't know him well enough to know anything about, I'm going to want him to talk me through that. Like, what does it mean to have it be a spiritual practice? You know, are you going to leave the room? Or are you going to float off? <laughs> levitate? You know? Are you going to levitate? Are you going to be a genie? Are you? <laughs> no, we're the genies. I just. What mean. about if he says to you, I'm not attracted to you, but I love you and I'll just do it for you? <laughs> I don't know. Is that going to work for Catherine? I can't imagine myself ever saying yes to that. <laughs> That I was can't so imagine weird. myself. I just, I think I would feel horrible about myself. Right. Like you're just having sex with me. Like a pity. Like pity a pity fuck? Yeah. What do you call that? Mercy fuck. Mercy fuck. Oh God. That just sounds horrible. Like I actually, you know, can't know how to self-pleasure. That sounds like a better idea than when somebody is just giving me a mercy fuck. Don't right. you think? I think, yeah. I don't think Unless I was super drunk and it sounded like a great idea, which I assume some of us have had that situation. Mm -hmm. I don't know mm -hmm. if it was me. How about the one? <laughs> how about the one? Because this is potentially where you guys are at, too. You know, you've passed the test. I feel safe with you. And I see this as a way of us possibly deepening in our friendship commitment next steps. Yeah, I, I could see that. I think that would be even a little further from now. I think mm -hmm. that what we're talking about right now is that sentence up until sex is the way we're deepening, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think that there's a lot of other exploration before that. Right. And when I'm just talking about sex right now, I'm talking about intercourse. So I'm not <laughs> sure Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, but I'm not sure where you need to clarify that with right? him tonight then. Like, what is sex for you? Because you might be it... sitting on his face by the end of the night and be like, we didn't have sex. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, all sorts of people can have that experience, right, Krista? <laughs> hmm. 
and she got her little prude face on for that one. That was funny. She was laughing when it was at my expense, but at her expense. But that's a great point you're bringing it up. It's like, what are the boundaries with sex? Or, you know, and how do definition. we want to proceed? Like, let's take it even further than this article is. It's like, how do I want to proceed sexually? I love the idea of like just getting really safe and warm next to a human being and then going moment by moment, Mm -hmm. still knowing like, if we do this, what will it mean tomorrow is a really important question. But also, what do I want in five minutes is not what I want right now. And I don't know what that's going to be. And can I, can I be in a situation that has so much trust in it that someone can actually stop when I say stop? And that has happened to me once Mm. in my life. And it was the most powerful experience I for definitely for me, and I would say it was powerful for him, and I couldn't commit to that. But the idea that someone knows you want something and you have a boundary, mm-hmm. and I have full on desire for you, yeah. and I'm going to say it really doesn't feel like the right time, and I need to put a stop to it, and have that person honor that, like at the eleventh hour. <laughs> I don't know what's that place called. It's um, called the taint. <laughs> It's called the taint. The taint has been tickled, and now uh, we're saying no. We're saying and no. That's really that hard is to do. Just an amazing human being who can do that. Yeah. So we're suggesting that don't go to that area. Well, I shouldn't say that because here's not what I was suggesting. No, but here's where I was thinking with this whole conversation part of it too. Does having this conversation take something away from just the natural ebb and flow of being in someone's energy and letting mm. it just happen, happen or not happen naturally? Like, does mm. does having this conversation put a bit of like mechanical feel See, in it? I don't it? think so. I think you can have this poetically or you can have it like looking at a script asking the questions. Because mm-hmm. the ones, once you listen to the the video or our podcast, you'll get a sense of that what's important to you, as we know with our intuition, is that the questions that are for you will arise. Right. And you will, and it's great to know like, hey, that thing about spending the night, I never thought about it. And some guys are adamant, some women are adamant one way or the other. I will spend the night or I won't spend the night. And that is a rule. And a lot of people are okay with either one. But we sort ourselves around those things. And if somebody feels like somebody kicked you out of bed and sent you back mm-hmm. home and you had to get your own Uber to go home and you feel a little oh. like that, that might be Is that going to work for you if he says you can't spend the night? If we had sex mm-hmm. and I can't spend the night? Mm-hmm. I don't think it would work for me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I Although there have been times in my life where I was grateful that <laughs> I knew how to get a cab. Uh, yeah, that was very different. And I also think that we should all consider the role of drugs and alcohol in our sexual experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, if we go out to dinner with someone and we have two glasses of wine, are we still responsible? And if you don't want to be, it's fine. Check with yourself. Does that change the conversation too? Right. Right. Like, do you have that conversation prior to getting the glass of wine in your body? Right. Because after the glass of wine, you might feel differently and then wake up the next morning like, yeah, fuck, you know, yeah, I probably I wouldn't, really have said that. wouldn't have said that. Or, uh, I, think I that would went- not have agreed to make breakfast if I had <laughs> that glass of wine first. I don't remember him looking like this last night, but, you know, <laughs> oh my God, you know, all of these things must be coming from somewhere in our unconscious that are coming out of For our sure. mouths. But, um, 
I, I luckily can't remember that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've, we've all grown up, right? We've all had a big life. We all started having sex somewhere between probably most of us, hopefully, having consensual sex somewhere between 15 and 20. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just most of us, I would say, based on things I've read. And that doesn't mean there aren't aberrations on either side and ways in which that's affected your life and changed your life. And so each of us have to, it's, you know what it is, Krista? It's the, the essence of this conversation is so honoring of everyone, you know, because you never know what someone has inside them, even someone you think you know really well, like a really good friend who you might want to have sex with because you've always thought he was super hot. Right. I mean, I know this has happened to people. Someone wants to get pregnant. That was their reason for having sex. Right. And oh, they need to add that on the Institute's yeah, uh, question there. Institute, get <laughs> it. The, no, they, this happened to a friend of mine, and the woman told him in the heat of the moment, oh, by the way, I'm not using – I don't want you to use a condom, and I'm not using any birth control because I want to get pregnant. That's just not fair. Well, I don't know. He – he could have stopped himself, and he was like, ah, I don't care. You're not going to get pregnant. She got pregnant. Of course she did. Right? And, and it happens over and over and over. And, of course, some of us pretend we're going to use condoms and don't, and that gets us pregnant. But that's a different conversation. Are you bringing because- your condom tonight? <laughs> I always travel with my condoms. Okay, good. So just to make sure, just in case I have a wild idea. Uh, But with this conversation, I'm probably a lot less likely to have something that just, you know, for a while I was really playing with the idea of of the slut book. Yes, ethical slut book. Yeah. There were for a while I was playing with that. Did I want to just have sex with people and, and tell them? Mm-hmm. And I just got really clear that for me, that wasn't my thing. I really want to include experience and love and romance. And this is like, so this conversation is the next step from that. Yeah, it is. It is. And my question is or okay, at least so- a step that I better mention if I'm just sleeping with somebody and I right. don't know where they are. So my question is so you're going on a new date and you're Did going you say to. Did nude date? No, I'm wearing New this. date. <laughs> Brand new brand nude date. date. And so you think to have this conversation. What about the people who have been married for 20 years or are already mm. in relationship and maybe they've already had lots of sexual experiences together? Is there a way for wow. them to go back and re-clarify what, they, what want. they want and what they need and what's serving them. And that's brilliant. That that definitely sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, I could I guess the reason I'm thinking of it is because I feel I'm like I use this in my marriage. Yeah. I might want to use a little I could see the benefit of using this in relationship because you start out in a relationship. If you haven't had Even this conversation established, you mean in an yes. established relationship. So yeah. if you never had that conversation, you just start having sex with your partner, you're in the relationship, and then you find yourself fumbling around the territory of like, well, we've always done it that way, and that's just the way it is, but I would really like this instead, or I really want to branch out in this way. And it gets, I think, for me, hard to switch gears and ask for what I want that's new Mm. without making 
what has been happening in the past look like it wasn't good enough. Right. That's great. You know, the other thing I was thinking about was that frequency conversation. Mm. Because a lot of times when something big is going on in our lives, frequency can fall off. Or for some people, it actually comes on. Right. And so there can be a lot going on that's not really being talked about. Can you imagine if you really respected and met your partner every time you had sex and said, so what is it for you today? And it's like, this is athlete, athletic sex. That's what we're having today. It's a quickie. I'm out of here in 10 minutes. I got to go to work. It's like, great. We both have the same expectations. And then what if the other person says, and I need to hear from you later today? Even if it's quickie, yeah. I, for me, I can't be left alone because I think I go silent. I think that like I will have an experience, and then I just if something didn't quite go the way I wanted it to, instead of expressing what I need afterward, I just internalize it, mm-hmm. and then I, in my mind, I think, oh, I'll get the opportunity to change it next time. <laughs> but then the problem is, is that okay? Well, next time I'm already in the moment, and it feels uncomfortable. To have that conversation. Yeah. And what we're talking about here is really establishing partnerships around your sexuality. Even if it's a one-time partnership or it's a lifelong partnership, are you expressing your needs? Are you asking the questions? And are you saying the things you need to say? So really start wondering about that. Is there something missing? Do you need to be revealed and authentic? Are you faking it? Is right. there something that because you don't dare risk being authentic that you're not going to touch? Or has your partner been really kind of harassing you about something that you never want to do and you haven't, you've just been putting them off like, mm, yeah, let's do that next Instead time. Of just saying, no, I'm, Instead of just saying no, I'm that's not going to no. be here. And, and if that person needs it, then we're going to have to find a whole new way in our relationship for that to be provided for them. So, you know, this is where you see that the stakes of partnership and authenticity means that you could risk losing the partnership if you're honest. And you risk losing it if you're not. Well, so at least if you're honest, you have the possibility of getting what you want. Whereas if you don't say anything, you're not getting what you want and you'll probably, there's potential to lose it because you're suffering or pushing down your needs. Right. When you're not being honest, your relationship's not healthy. That's just really the bottom line. So if you're faking it or you're doing something you don't want to do or you're involved in something that doesn't feel like it's honoring you, any of those things, you're actually not being yourself. You're not honoring yourself because you can't be yourself unless you're honoring yourself. So really consider, are you doing what you want to do? Are you doing it in a way you want to do it? Are you being intimidated into something? or bullied into something, really check in. It's not just for single people to consider this. It's really for couples and for everybody else. And anybody who's been married knows that it goes through gray areas and target mm-hmm. times that are one or the other. And let's just open this up and like, let's talk about sex, baby. Woohoo! Let's talk about you. Well, I me. hope you will thank your date for this great topic. Oh, I already <laughs> I did, important. actually. He okay. was so excited to hear that he was contributing to our show today. Yay! Yay. We love contribution. We love contribution. And, and we, we love, love you guys. We love you. All right. And thank you, everyone. Spread the love. Mwah. Spread the love. Bye. Bye. Do you want the opportunity to see the gals of Holy Fuck in person? If so, go to holyfuckpodcast.com and join our mailing list so you can find out when and where these goddesses will be transforming lives next. And yes, I know, I'm talking about myself in third person. Open your browser, type in holyfuckpodcast.com, click on mailing list, and give us your most trusty email. Not that bogus one you give to Walmart. So sign up now. Not tomorrow. Now. Now. 
now, now, now. Thank you.